0: your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. Today, I'm going to talk about something that we can all use around Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas, and that is forgiveness. If you're looking ahead to all those holiday get-togethers and wondering how you're going to handle that sibling who you're not getting along with, or that friend who's been bad-mouthing you behind your back, today's podcast is for you because I'm going to share two really wonderful stories about forgiveness and people working everything out just in time for the holidays. So both of today's stories come from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Wonder of Christmas. In our first story, Lori Broderick tells us that it was just a few days before Christmas and she was baking cookies with her little daughter Molly. They were singing Christmas songs together and the house was filled with holiday spirit. But Lori was a little sad because she knew that on Christmas Day her husband Tom was going to be missing his four kids from his first marriage. They always spent Christmas with their mother and Lori saw how sad Tom was about that every Christmas Eve. Then the phone rang, and it was Tom's ex-wife, Jackie. She was calling Lori, which never happened. And here's what Jackie said. Tom and I have been divorced over 10 years now. We were both pretty angry for a lot of years. I blamed him, and I'm sure he blamed me too. But looking back on it, I think there was plenty of fault on both sides, and I've had 10 years to think it over. She went on to say that she knew Tom loved the kids and the kids didn't see as much of him as they should, so she needed Lori's help. She wanted them to all have Christmas together so the four older children could be with their father and their stepmother and their new little sister. And then Jackie said, it might be the best gift we could ever give the kids, all five of them. Lori said it was a great idea and she would let Tom know, And so began a new family tradition, and that led to everyone spending other holidays and other family events together, sometimes at Jackie's house and sometimes at Tom and Lori's house. Tom and Lori had another baby, and so the big kids now had two little sisters. All six kids got along great, and they all continued to celebrate holidays together, even after Jackie died. And then after Tom died, Lori continued to host all six kids, hers and Jackie's, and now all the grandchildren are Lori's grandchildren. The family truly blended into one, all because a first wife put aside convention and expectations and anger and reached out to a second wife. Jackie reached out to Lori and created a wonderful new bond between two branches of what was really the same family. Lori Adams had an even bigger outreach to make to her father, the man who she hadn't seen in 40 years. Lori says that she was leaving on a trip, so she was getting her Christmas cards done, and after she had addressed cards to all her normal recipients, she noticed she had one card left in the box and all of a sudden she found herself writing one more card to her father. Lori's father had walked out on the family when she was just a few months old, so she didn't remember him, but she did feel the emptiness of never having him in her life. So now she found herself writing him a note to explain who she was, and she enclosed a family photo and her phone number. She wasn't even sure if she had the right address, but she wanted to make the try. A few days later, on Christmas Day, Lori was sitting in her in-law's kitchen when a call came into her cell phone from a number that she didn't recognize. She let it go to voicemail, and then she stepped outside to listen to the message. Lori, this is your dad. We received your Christmas card and would love to talk to you. Lori stood outside in the Wisconsin cold, and she returned that phone call and spoke to her father for the first time in her life. Six weeks later, she flew to Florida to meet him, and they spent seven Christmases together before he died. We always start our stories with a quotation that we think is relevant, and we started that story with a quotation from Bernard Meltzer, and this is what he said, "'When you forgive, you in no way change the past, but you sure do change the future.'" Well, that's exactly what happened to two deserving families, all because someone picked up the phone or picked up a pen and reached out to make a fresh start. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you'd like to learn more about our new book, with its 101 stories about the wonder of Christmas and all the winter holidays, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking on the picture of the book on the homepage. You'll also be able to watch the book trailer there and hear some more stories. Come back for our next episode to hear about another powerful way to make your holidays better, and that is by using the power of gratitude.